0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Oh, hey there. Welcome back to another episode of Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast you can put your moist little ears into. Today, hosting the show is the tried and true host, the ones you know and love. The Uh, the hosts you know the most. mm -hmm, The hostess with the mostest. Let's introduce first, right off the bat, uh, Mr. DJ Waldridge, how Hello, you doing? Hello,
1: my name is DJ Woldridge You can find me at DJ Talks Trash everywhere that matters. I also have a comic coming out soon that you can find out more about at chaostheorycomic.com. Nice little plug. If you're listening to this when this uh, show drops on Monday, uh, you might want to uh, sign up for the newsletter at chaostheorycomic.com because there's big news coming out. <laughs> Don't do that on the main show. I was nope, looking nope, for nope, nope wow. no music on the main there, show. What are so, you
0: doing? I can't, I can't stop it from playing. <laughs> uh,
1: this is not, this is not our Patreon show where you can play whatever you want.
0: I play so many copyrighted, copywritten. Fuck. But uh, yeah, the <laughs>
1: person playing the music next to me is Sam Basher.
0: I was looking for soft jazz. Yes. I wanted soft jazz for the intro. Yeah, bungled it. I'm going to be honest. I bungled it bad, <laughs> guys. We're going to be talking about movies today, but we always like to talk about any kind of nerdy uh, subjects. Yeah. Which include also TV shows? Yes. Comics? Yes. Bigfoot? Yes. Anything else? Yeah, pretty, pretty much anything. Then after that about. there's the um, everything trickles down from yeah, there. Yeah, so
1: you already listened to it, but if you're listening to it on a platform that you don't like, guess what? It's on pretty much every other one. And if you want to know about what platforms are you were on, if you wanna hit us up on social media, if you mm-hmm. wanna see the videos we do on YouTube, find merch. Any of all that any and all of that you can go to onlystupidanswers.com. Only dot com. com.
0: I was trying to do the Expedia.com intro. And I was just trying to tell them the URL. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to just do my job, man. (laughs) I was just doing my job, man. Uh, Guys, we're going to be talking about two big movies that were released over the past two weeks. Yes. Uh, We actually have a a review for one of them out already on YouTube.com slash OnlyStupidAnswers. You can go check out a spoiler-free review. That's always fun when we get to do that. But we're going to be talking about Ready Player One as our main course for today's episode. But let's go ahead and intro... With some Isla dog talk We're able to sit down and watch the new Wes Anderson flick But as we intro these episodes we like to do uh, I like to give a shout out to the people That are nice enough to go write reviews for us Over on iTunes Five star reviews, we love when you do that Also on Patreon, because we also post our main episodes there as well And we get some nice reviews Patreon.com
1: slash Only Stupid, stupid answers. answers And if you go there, there's also, we do a bonus episode every week You can watch these episodes that we do live So much god
0: dang content, you can't even get, you wrap your brain around it
1: Yeah, but we got one uh, review for last week's episode Uh, It's from Vamp Fairy It's Vamp Fairy I think it's combinations of the Vamp Fairy Uh, I never realized before But your intros could count as ASMR LOL Hey, we're trying to reach the biggest
0: audience we can (laughs) So I think that's why we talk about time travel sometimes We we try to talk about movies Those are the main Two different (laughs) topics that people talk about And now ASMR, wow, we got three How diverse are we? (laughs) We are the next big thing, everybody I think the next one we might tackle is Sports and that includes all of them. Yeah. So, all of sport. By the way, fun tidbit I learned this week: there used to be a sport called fox tossing. Let me go ahead and correct. <laughs> uh, I believe that's what it was called. But the you can probably guess. Yep, that is what it was called: fox yeah. tossing. Uh, and this sport was like two to three hundred years ago when we used to do this. Uh, and by we, I mean English people. Yeah. Uh, there was an arena, and people would sit around and watch the arena. And people would go out with uh, in pairs of two yeah and they would hold a piece of fabric they're yeah. pretty long like maybe 10 20 feet yeah uh then one person holds one and then the other person holds the other end and then they would release foxes into uh-huh. the arena mm-hmm. and when a fox would cross one of the uh bands of fabric yeah you pull it taut and mm-hmm. when you pull it taut it launches it up in the air and then the fox would just hit the ground and then die and then that was the sport It's in a book of weird sports that used to exist, and shockingly, it's not around anymore.
1: That feels like a missed opportunity. I feel like Mountain Dew would love to put ad spots on that sport. (laughs) (laughs) They love the weirdness. Uh, Before we dive into Isle of Dogs, which has almost nothing to do with fox tossing. Maybe. uh, Don't spoil a movie. (laughs) Let's do a brief check-in with our pals at True Religion. Can I please say a thank you to our friends over at True Religion for a second? Can I tell you something about True Religion for a second? May I? I'm wearing my True Religion jeans right now they feel like butter they're so comfy real
0: real comfy if you are having a hard time finding a perfect fitting pair of jeans that are also comfortable guys may i say you should check out our friends over at True Religion, they sent us two pairs. Yeah, DJ, you got yours on. I finally just changed
1: mine because I mm-hmm. feel like it's bad You've been to wearing wear. them for months. Now. It's
0: so comfortable. <laughs> Is it my fault? <laughs> it's they're so comfy, and I've always been like, I've always wanted a pair of them, and yeah. it was so cool that they like sent us one because I was like, oh, yeah this is what I've made it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I got a exactly. good pair of True Religion jeans because guys, True Religion, if you don't know, the fit is their focus. Precision in fit makes them the most comfortable and flattering jeans on the market. They're perfect. I've been kind of going through a phase for the past like six years of skinny jeans. And I'm yeah. like, I've, I've been scared. I always want like a more like loose fitting pair of jeans. You know, something where I can kind of swim in them just a little bit. Yeah. But all the time, like they're not, I buy them from like stores that aren't, don't make them the best. And then yeah. when you wash them one time, they shrink. And I'm like, yeah. but I want the, and yeah. so with True Religion, perfect, perfect fit. And they carefully craft everything from design to wash. True Religion jeans are made with softer fabric that keeps its shape and won't fade. No, they have not. And a nice pair of black jeans. I'm going to wear them out to every fancy event that I go to. And True Religion believes that no matter your body type or your style, there's a true fit for you. There's so many different options. You can check out the Billy, the Haley, the Jenny. There's skinny, high-cut, boot-cut, straight, and retro-inspired, wide Legs. True Religion doesn't offer just jeans. They got T-shirts, dresses, and jackets. So if you are on a shopping spree and you got yourself a nice, I, let's recommend really quick. Try out a pair of jeans first. Yeah. But then if you want to make a full outfit, they got you covered. Yeah.
1: My wife got a top that's really nice. So are you ready to get the perfect fitting, most comfortable, most flattering pair of jeans? Right now, True Religion is giving our listeners twenty percent off what? your entire purchase when you use our code STUPID, Stupid at checkout. So. Do what we did and go to TrueReligion.com and enter our code stupid. STUPID for 20% off your entire order. Wow. Go get a good bang pair of jeans. Dang it! Now back to the show. God dang it! I like good feeling jeans. I'm going to be Who honest. Doesn't man. Who uh, but doesn't. let's
0: uh, for usually we like to open these episodes up. If you're new to the show, with uh, what we're into this week segment. But we did the same thing. So let's yes. talk about it. We went and saw Isle of Dogs. We'll keep this spoiler free for the most part yeah. um, because it's a beautiful film, and it's not a film that needs to be spoiled for people. It needs to be go. It needs just, to be experienced.
1: Yeah, it's just so good. It's it's such a beautiful i. Uh, I knew within like the first five minutes uh, I think 30 seconds as soon yeah. as like it started so I it's think... like oh this is the best movie ever yeah, yeah I'm all about I'm all about this movie uh, for those that don't know it's directed by Wes Anderson who you may know from uh, Grand Budapest Hotel Moonrise Kingdom mm-hmm. uh, Royal Tenenbaums Fantastic um, Mr. Fox Fantastic Mr. Fox which was stop motion animated mm-hmm. and this movie is stop motion animated it has as an well.
0: amazing cast here's a quick synopsis in case yeah. the, you guys are missing out on Wes Anderson news when by executive decree all the canine parents Heads of Megasaki City are exiled to a vast garbage dump called Trash Island. 12-year-old Atari sets off alone in a miniature junior turbo prop and flies across the river in search for his bodyguard bodyguard dog spots. There, with the assistance of a pack of newly found mongrel friends, he begins an epic journey that will decide the fate and future of the entire uh, prefecture. Which I think that gives you a good little taste. It's an adventure uh, uh, with a kid and his and his and his pal dogs. But the entire human cast minus one character, uh, they speak Japanese.
1: Minus my, my, a couple, there's also an interpreter. There's an that interpreter as well. Up.
0: Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, uh, most of the humans are speaking Japanese, but no. the dogs are. And here's air quotes, dubbed with English speaking actors, which include uh, Brian Cranston, Jeff Goldblum, Bill Murray, Jason
1: Schwartzman, who is in everything. Huh? He's nope. What? That's Edward Norton you're thinking of. Edward Norton and Jason Schwartzman. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Who's Jason Schwartzman in it? He's not in it. What? He, yeah, It's uh, that character you're thinking of is voiced by Ed Norton, and the character and the other character is voiced by Bob Balaban, oh. uh, Bill Murray. Did you already mention Jeff Goldblum? Yes. Uh, Greta Gerwig, Frances McDormand, uh, Scarlett Johansson, Harvey Keitel, F. Murray Abraham, mm. Yoko Ono, Tilda Swinton, who's not in it enough, damn it. Uh, that's my one nitpick. Who's uh, the other person Ken then? Watanabe, Bill, uh, Bob Balaban. That sounds like a sound effect you just made. Yeah, (laughs) Bob Bob, Bob Um, Uh, Balaban. Yeah, so it's the... Oh, him. Yeah. Okay.
0: He looks uh, like a small wooden toy that came to life. (laughs) He's very good. Yeah, he's he's, very good. He's so
1: good. And it's it's just that it's an amazing... um, I am going to use the term whimsical That's uh, the correct term. Yeah. yeah, it's a whimsical adventure. Uh, I and it's great for the whole family. I believe it's uh I want to say it's PG-13 actually, but you if you told me it was PG, I'd be like, yeah. Mm. Um cuz there's I I'm trying
0: to think if there's any there's a picture of violence, I guess, but not really. Like it's for the most part there's some adult themes they talk about, but there's nothing like explicit, which yeah. is awesome. This m- movie is is so touching it's also it's got a lot of beautiful moments uh if you guys have never watched a Wes Anderson movie before uh this will be fun for you because he has a very specific style the way he shoots and the way he writes dialogue it's very dry but within like the cracks of like the dry dialogue and humor there's a lot of humanity there yeah and which is crazy because it's it's dogs that are mainly doing a lot doing the heavy lifting for the acting in this movie um but it's incredible it's a very fun experience to watch this uh if anyone talks in your theater, you are legally allowed to uh, just give them a little little
1: flick to the back of the head because uh, this movie is special. Yeah, right? yeah. it's... It, it, I, I really in general I love stop motion animation because it's it gives you the the creative freedom of animation but it has the tactile physical nature of normal filmmaking and so it's this nice hybrid and i feel like wes anderson really exploits it to its fullest to the point where like it's definitely a cartoon because when everybody anybody fights it's classic like uh looney tunes Puff the of sm- smoke, smoke. Yeah, yeah but all the puffs of smoke are made with like little uh cotton Uh, cotton you know what i mean and uh another great effect is anytime somebody shows up on the news it's traditional 2d animation uh if anybody's on a tv um just these really that was a really cool touch that's yeah definitely
0: because i think in fantastic mr fox it was still like a smaller version of the 3d animation but using 2d was a really cool yeah uh,
1: and there's just very it's everything's very specific and precise and a lot of care was put into this movie and it's just it's My favorite beautiful experience.
0: My favorite like sequence of something happening yeah. in the 3D world, it's not like pivotal to the plot and me saying what it is is not going to ruin anything for you, yeah. but it, there's a bunch of scientists that are working on something, yeah. and it, they have to run it through some trials, and um, the way they do it, you're just like, how in the world yeah. did they possibly plan this out? Because it's, it is stop motion. is isn't like a Lego movie where they're animating a computer and it just looks stop motion the yeah. way they render it out. Um this is all stop motion. They took the photos with a DSLR camera. It's not like a red or a IMAX camera. It's like no. this is something that you could own and you could make this. You don't have the money, your budget. No offense, but like yeah. the, you it, could it, at least afford the camera. You could at least <laughs> afford the camera. Yeah, you can't um, afford the cast. Of, oh my goodness! Nope, you're breaking DJ. Broke something. Um, it's a uh, and the humor in it. I I Wes Anderson's humor is very special. Yeah. It's both dated and not. It's <laughs> modern, but oh, man. It's is like it ever, a time capsule. It's like walking. His movies are like walking through antique stores. Yeah, that's with, a good way of describing it. Yeah, because it's like you're seeing stuff that you're familiar with, and you're like, oh, I remember that thing in my grandma's like house. Like yeah. that's something I've seen before. But at the same time, it's very new. Um,
1: There's a very specific rhythm to the way his jokes work that I think is really fun to watch. Just little like, uh, and and it's but it's still very true to like what. The way comedy works because it's all about timing mm-hmm. and delivery, and for visual comedy, how characters. Enter or exit, or how they react to things. Oh, you know, something that really shocked me um, was just all the little details. Like two characters will be talking, and you, because it's all it takes place primarily on a trash island that these dogs are dumped on because they have uh, what was it, snout fever or something? There's a couple different ones. Yeah, dog flu. I think is flu the overall. So characters will be talking, and like a rat would be in the background, or in mid sentence, like a flea would cl- climb around their fur, and nobody. It's not important. It just adds to the texture and the believability of the world mm-hmm. that. Uh, helps sell it and it's and it's a it's it's not the most uh deep exploration of Japanese culture but it is diverse like it's not just like the greatest hits it's about like sumo wrestling's in there mm. like there's just a bunch of there's just a it touches on a lot of uh a lot of aspects um of that world and it creates a fun fun world mm-hmm. it's interesting cuz we were talking about this
0: how this movie could be translated in other cultures yeah. because the I, the point is you're supposed to follow the dogs and that's in English and the other characters are speaking Japanese because the story of the humans isn't quite important it's about how the dogs are surviving and maybe the story between that they don't the dogs aren't quite getting what yeah. the people are saying to them and that's okay because you understand from context like how they understand from context of what's happening so I'm like we were trying to like think of like so if this did play in Japan yeah what would be, what would yeah, because, be the equivalent because yeah. normally
1: you would just probably adapt the dog's to Japanese, but but and the point the is because English, none, of the, yeah. none of the Japanese is subtitled. Yeah, yeah. So like you were saying, it puts you in the position of the dog where you're you're you're, clued in based on context, but you don't know specific. If you're not a Japanese speaker, you don't specifically know what's being said. So if you were to translate it, it's like you put the dogs in Japanese, and then you but and the Japanese for the most part understand English real well. So you couldn't just translate it to English. You'd have to do it to a language that they don't readily know. Mm-hmm. Like you suggested, French. Yeah, like what something.
0: What's, what's something else that like. Another invasive language. What's like that doesn't have like great? I don't know. Like, there's um, there's some fun stuff you could do with it. It his movies are special. Uh, and they're a treat to go see. It's like going to watch a show, not going to watch a film, or not. It's a film, but also it's like an experience. It it, watching it. It's like a flavor in your mouth when you watch it because it's um, you're not just watching uh a story being told in the real world. It's like this is a, a journey into. A, a little bubble, like a, li- yeah. a little tiny bubble. I don't know how else to explain it. It's like you get these, like, it, watching it, you get these, like, visual flavors to it. Kind of like on Luke Cage, you know how, like, it felt like this is a place you could go? Yeah. Not take that to, like, double that triple that because yeah. it's like i can't go here but i i know what this world feels like i yeah. know how there's a texture yeah exactly there's like i know the intricacies of it and i think a lot of that goes to the small details that are put into like the background work because you mentioned one but there's also like a tv broadcast where in the background uh you're seeing the anchor for who would be probably the next segment he's yeah. like playing with a pencil in the background where he's yeah. like and he's like reading a paper but it's like why would they spend the money yeah. to animate that? It's like because he wants you to feel like this is a place that works. This is a place that actually makes sense. Well
1: it's kinda like when um in Legend of Korra they had to switch animation studios in season two, mm-hmm. and it didn't it wasn't quite as crisp and, and what made it stand out was all the little details when when uh, the main studio wow, I'm blanking on the name of the studio that does. You used to that, know it. And and them back here. Studio Mirror. I'll look it up. Yeah. Anyway, um they characters that weren't speaking would still blink stuff would be going on in the background. And, and it's stuff like that in animation that makes it feel more tangible and real. And then when it was this other studio it was more just static, like people would just be standing there. And so it, it, it makes it feel, it disturbs the reality of the situation. And so with this, you know, all those little details make it feel more like a lived in world, even though it simultaneously, so you know, the tremendous amount of work that went into making it, but it's it, the, Wes Anderson's movies feel normally very handcrafted. He's very precise. He 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 uh, he has a very um, um, specific vision for how his worlds work, and that's just that goes to the nth degree in these stop motion animated films, where literally every aspect of it is. Handmade, but it's cool because even with normal animated films, it feels, even if they're great, it still feels kind of like a machine made them. Mm-hmm. And this feels very handmade, handcrafted, very uh, specific.
0: I liked it in Fantastic Mr. Fox because I remember some interviews came out of that movie that it yeah. was like he didn't know how to make a stop motion film. Yeah. So the way they animated it was kind of painstaking that like, yeah. cause he didn't know like a lot of the ways to like streamline the work. Yeah. Which he didn't seem like a guy that would streamline anything. anything yeah. yeah. But I think that he ironed out a lot of the things that didn't quite work in Fantastic Mr. Fox. That's still a great movie. Yeah. But they really nailed it with this one on the animation side of things. It's a, it's a beautiful story. Uh, there's a lot of them. Uh, if you've ever had a pet, yeah, this will hurt sometimes. Uh, not in the way you think, but there, uh, uh there's a moment, uh, in a hospital room. Yeah. That in it it's between Atari and Spot. And yeah. it's one of the you get a few like flashback scenes to understand like their relationship. And there's this great just scene between the two of them. And you can only hear uh what you can only understand if you're an English speaker only what uh the dog is saying. Yeah. But it's so sweet. Oh
1: man. Yeah, and it's it's. Interesting I'm not gonna too. say a spoiler,
0: even though I want to. It's it's uh, just because of how sweet that moment is. It's it, this movie uh, shouldn't be spoiled for you. You should just go and watch it. Because, and I would
1: recommend if you yeah. have young ones, please take them to this so they can get exposed to stuff outside of the normal animated world that they're being presented to. And I think mm-hmm. it's I think it is appropriate um, for them. It, it's interesting because Wes Anderson it, uh, dogs don't end up so good in his movies traditionally Mm -hmm. and so this kind of feels like almost a rebuttal to that Mm because it is it is i mean i love dogs say it fast enough i love dogs you know what i mean and so it is it is kind of a celebration of not just dogs but in this movie they represent the the accepting each other loving each other Mm -hmm. that that kind of like no matter where you come from yeah. yeah that pure unadulterated um Love, I guess, and, and that's and, and it's 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 interesting. Like when I first saw it, I was like, it, "I didn't think it was a very." I loved it, and it brought me so much joy. I can't tell you how much joy I got watching this, but I, I didn't perceive it as a very deep movie. But reading more stuff about it and thinking back on it, I think it's it 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 has it has things to say. Oh yeah, yeah. it it which. We don't need to say. Cause no. You can go and experience it. Please go see it. Yeah, Please. I think it only got a limited release, which bums me out. Mm-hmm.
0: But if it ever if it comes out on Blu-ray, like yeah. I don't own Blu-rays, but yeah. I'll go. I'll buy that one. Like hey, i am I'm gonna own this movie and I'm gonna cherish it because it's very sweet and it will always. If I'm feeling down, I feel like I would turn to this movie to watch to make yeah. me feel better. If you want to feel, I feel like this is good to say this is a feel-good movie but it's not hollow it's it's very deep and it's very well crafted it's so fun it's creative you want a good date movie you yeah. want a good one for the family you want one just to hey you want to take your i think there's some dog screenings you can like where you can bring your dog the dog to the theater, yeah which sounds fun on the idea but then all of a sudden when dogs get near each other and they start to freak out I'm, yeah I, I wouldn't like that also if a not a great ventilated area that always smells like popcorn and piss. Yeah. If it started to smell like dog too, I'm like, yeah. that maybe not might so much. not be fun. I love my dog. But hey,
1: but maybe give it a, give it a try. Also, if you just want to go see a movie that reminds you why you love movies, yes. <laughs> and why like movies are important to us and yeah. why we care. Wes
0: Anderson. Oh my god, Jeff Goldblum's dog has my favorite so one of my great. favorite bits. Yeah. <laughs> he has it's a recurring there's a lot of he Wes Anderson always builds off of a joke yeah. or it, like some jokes get built off of and his is a great one. Uh, the way it's revealed, it, it it's very good yeah. so I think that's all we have to say for that if we're gonna rate it, yeah. um, it I think let's do 10 out of 10 because it, it's it's a solid film 10 uh, 10 I give it Easy. a 10 <laughs> okay, I give it a 10 I agree yeah, yeah it's uh, go see I it I really really liked it Uh, uh then read up on it too there's a lot of uh, cool behind the scenes stuff and also some discussions that are being had uh, in other ways that this movie was made. So, anyways, go check that out. We could literally talk about this movie forever, but yes. we want to talk about the the bigger one, and also because What are you a, talking, how is it bigger? In also, we've way? been waiting two weeks to talk about this movie. Yeah, so, we
1: got to go to a special screening thanks to Stardust, Stardust, and Real D, like yeah. the guys who
0: do the transition, like the not the transition, the uh, the conversion yeah. of movies to three D or shoot three D, Real D three D. Yeah, I think I said all that. Yep. Uh they put together a very cool screening with, with Ernest Klein, was the that, author yeah. of the book, and he also adapted his own book to screen yeah. with Zach Penn. So that was really cool that he entered the movie. So we got to see it. Uh, and let's preface this review with neither of us have read the book. Nope. And I think... I, let's I,
1: preface this with neither of us read. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I will... I think I'm going to... I've said this probably on the show before, but I want to say it again. I don't think going into a movie that's been adapted from a book, it's going to help you to go read the book before you see it because you're watching someone's adaptation and their interpretation of the written word and a great thing about literature is that you could interpret it a lot of different ways unless, mm-hmm. it's, pretty st- unless it's instructions. So you're like, saying
1: what you're trying to say is don't read books.
0: I say you should read it after you see the movie because uh, a beauty of cinema is that you get to see someone's take on something. Yeah. So uh, you reading it and then leaving being like, well I just wish they did this one thing that like, where Harry, you know when they hear this whole scene in the bathroom with one of the guys in Hogwarts, it's like, no I didn't need. That that for this movie to work i yeah. didn't need that scene but obviously mentioning to you so read that later and you can see yeah. that importance anyways this movie works without you reading the book there you go That's was that my, your, was that my, your, no, was that your tip was I, that the same also a, most yeah, yeah. I, I, later i also have a different tip <laughs> okay uh but i think most adaptations from novels like you don't i do yourself a favor and maybe don't read it before you go and see it because you're probably going to be disappointed
1: i would the addendum to that is if you didn't know about the book before it was adapted obviously if you read it when it came out You don't need to wait. No, you should have known that all
0: books are going to become movies. So read the books later. For
1: those of you, if you're the one person that has no idea what the hell Ready Player One is. Yeah. uh, You had a synopsis. Yeah, I do have a synopsis. When the creator of a virtual reality world called The Oasis dies, he releases a video in which he challenges all Oasis users to find his Easter egg, which will give the finder his fortune. And so each there's there's three. It's classic video game stuff. There's three keys. Each key has a challenge. Uh, each challenge is very specific to this creator's Personality. On, yeah, personality view on life, but uh, you Likes have, and dislikes yeah, you have Ty Sheridan who plays the lead, uh, Wade Watts, and then Olivia Cook, Ben Mendelsohn who plays the bad guy, Lena waif from um, Master, Master of None, None. uh T.J. Miller, Simon Pegg, Mark Rylance who for me has easily the best performance in the movie. I have to agree. Yes. Yeah, um, and so yeah, this... and it's directed by this uh, small indie director named Steven Spielberg. He did a I, couple I, commercials before this, yeah, but so... I think he's going to do all right. Mm-hmm. I think he's Gonna
0: <laughs> now, the movie, guys, again, like to give more backstory, is that, yeah, we're in the future. Uh, most people uh, spend their time in this virtual reality world that's kind of like... It's an, a never-ending universe of planets and worlds and cities and of... Uh, it's like if you lived in the internet. <laughs> yes, basically. But... You can pick what you look like, and you can be anything you want. And no. so what people choose in this world to be is references from the 80, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Yeah. Uh, to be that's who they look like, that's how they talk, that's how like currency works. It's So it's reference land. It's nostalgia land, and that's how people live their yeah, lives. Yeah,
1: and, it's, and most of the conversation around this movie has been the references, the nostalgia, the, the, the Easter it, eggs, It's literally
0: nostalgia. Yeah. I don't know how you can do more. Uh, besides recreating every movie from the '80s and then putting it into one movie, yeah. Um, but that being said, this movie—I I will just get it off my chest. This is a very entertaining movie. Yes, it is. It is. Uh, textbooks Spielberg that his movies are usually when he when he leans not in more like Oscar Beatty type movies not saying those are bad but when he's leaning more into just the blockbuster side of things like a Jurassic Park uh, or Jaws like this not Jaws Jurassic Park uh, you're you're gonna have a fun time watching this movie also this movie's just literally bursting with references so once you catch one you're gonna be in your seat in the theater and you'd be like oh, and yeah. like you're gonna gasp because you're like oh that's so cool and there's a one of the main challenges for finding one of the keys we'll get into this when we talk about spoilers it is probably the only way that i would use the oasis it would i would yeah use it to it's do, interesting because everybody
1: all yeah. the all the reviews kind of reference that one that one scene has had a similar effect on everybody it's the one scene that stands out to also, everybody
0: it's all there's uh i'll bring this up in spoilers but it's kind of cool because it relates back to spielberg and his relationship to another director that yes. someone brought up as well which you probably know more on because you have more film knowledge than mm. i do but we'll get on to that in a second also it was changed from the book to yes. fit the movie better and i think it was smart to do yeah it this way
1: something i do like is um I I'd heard some mixed things about this book I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of like nostalgia some people for, hate yeah this. I'm not the biggest fan for nostalgia for nostalgia's sakes so I was a little worried going in something I do like I, it was great getting Spielberg because one it's a Spielberg movie so even even if you don't necessarily like the material it is incredibly well directed it is very um, energetic and entertaining the cast is winning uh, for me again the standout was Mark Rylance I just he took a character that should be the most grating annoying person in, in the history of people and made him like really engaging in somebody you cared about and somebody you, I, I felt more invested in him than I did Wade Watts the main character mm. Olivia Cook also stood out to me as as really as uh, she did she did a lot with her um her performance with her character mm, i um, feel
0: like that spielberg though like these are good actors like yeah. um that if you're if you've gotten this far you're probably a like a decent actor but i think spielberg also like really gives them a good motivation to understand what like the stakes are in this since yeah. everything's it, it there is kind of a disconnect in the movie of like the, there's a the stuff happening in the oasis and then there's yeah. real world stuff and sometimes those they line up, they yeah. should at least, but sometimes I can't connect that in my brain. Uh, but their performances sell it in both the real world and the fake world, so I'm able to connect with the entire story. Yeah,
1: I do kind of wish, because there's, it's a fun, the idea of taking the basic premise of Willy Wonka, where the, you're trying to win mm. the chocolate factory, as it were, or in this case, the Oasis, is a, is a fun framework, is a fun con- uh, uh, concept. And I kind of wish that the the Oasis world I, I would have, I think I would have appreciated, um, Mark Rylance's character, the creator of the racist. What was his name? Um, uh, Halliday. Halliday. I would have enjoyed, appreciated him more. I would have appreciated the m- world more if it, if it, uh, promoted creating your own thing, almost like a, uh, like a endless Ooh. world on Warcraft where you were, you were, You were promote like it promoted you creating your own character, creating your own world, creating all that stuff, and was a little less reliant on references. Because if I'm being honest, even though I enjoyed watching the movie, I think if you took the references out, there's not, there's nothing there. Like, there's
0: nothing, there's no movie left. I agree with you. Because when you think about the story, you're like, it's pretty basic, but that's not a bad thing. But I think the movie gets bolstered up and becomes actually really entertaining because of the references that are in it. And when you see, like, these are all in the trailers. So I'm, I'm only gonna say the stuff that's popped up in trailers like when chucky shows up you're yeah. like oh, and like you're like oh cool but if that wasn't there it would have just been something like you've been playing yeah
1: but i think it's important that it, when you make one of these movies it should ex- it, 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 it. The the framework the skeleton should be able to stand on its own without all the icing because it's basically icing like uh, this might be a bad example I, I, we didn't talk about this before but Kingdom Hearts right mm-hmm. I haven't played it so I'm I'm asking you like it seems to me if you took the disney stuff out you'd still have a really solid rpg with its own premise like the heartless all that stuff mm-hmm. it just it sells to mainstream audiences because you're dumb. And, and it does add to it i mean i think that's how you should use nostalgia and stuff like that it's it's a it's a garnish it's 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 uh, icing it adds to the real thing the the meat and potatoes the or the, the icing metaphor the cake like it that's the thing and then this is on top of that that mm-hmm. kind of like maybe makes it a little sweeter you know what i mean mm-hmm. but this it's like if you had a cake that was frosting with a little bit of cake around mm-hmm. the side and it's i don't know i i i also wish this movie took the time to kind of engage with itself on a more critical level on, mm-hmm. a, on a more self it, the movie's not it's very endearing mm-hmm. uh, it's not self-aware at all no <laughs>
0: that there's a fundamental problem with the entire basis of not only the oasis you can get by yeah but the idea of what the contest is like the contest it's the way that the rules of how you figure out and solve this contest is super weird
1: yeah it's it's super super weird weird. and also something the movie kind of like just just uh Glides over is The world is super depressing mm-hmm. And they never engage with that Like these people's lives Are miserable
0: It's like if you could walk around During the Matrix Like it's yeah. not as like Nukes have gone off But it's like This isn't
1: great Yeah like, it's, So it's like if you If you chose to go in the Matrix And everybody's like Oh man we need to save the Matrix It's like if you completely Reverse the premise Of the Matrix movies And it's kind of Like if you think about it It's kind of depressing And the movie never like Stops to be like Wait wait do we, Is this good? Like <laughs> Which But
0: here's a question. Does the movie have to, or could you tell a story of maybe... This is like sometimes stuff like life gets hard, but we've created a world where we can make money here and we can like prosper here. Uh, sure, there's stuff that's not working outside and we need to address real world things, which the movie does bring up a little bit. But this, see. This yeah. is just a question. This is just a question. Do you think that that's OK to tell a story like that?
1: I mean, it's OK to tell the story however you want to tell it. But I do think there's something I find something troubling with the idea of like, oh, yeah, no, go ahead and escape reality. Like, let's just not deal with reality. You know what I mean? Like, like, it, and it kind of, like, the barest, like, oh, maybe deal with reality the least amount you possibly can. And it's, and Which just, does this movie do? That That's the kind of, like, the way, the high note the movie ends on. It's like, hey, you should deal with reality just the bare amount. And it's just like, <laughs> that's not. <laughs> Two days <I>, a week. <laughs> it's, it's indulging, it's indulging a toxic part of our culture where we're so focused on escapism and yeah, like if you said like, hey, maybe indulge a little less in escapism. Like yeah, that that seems like you're, you're a, a basic movie message, right? But it's also a good message, and I think a better one than like, hey, no, fuck reality, man. Like don't 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 you worry about that. Just just go away to your imaginary land. Batman's and dress up not a, there. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I yeah, you know what I mean. I think there's I I find I I enjoyed the movie. I had fun watching it. Steven Spielberg did a did a good job. It's Shocking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the cast is great. I find the premise and the and the moral behind the movie really troubling. And I'll get more to that in the spoilers. In the spoilers.
0: Uh, but
1: is that uh, fair? Is that a
0: fair yes, assessment of a the... hundred percent? Because I agree with you. Yeah. Um, but I also I think you have just a fundamental problem with the story in just general like so it's well, like that's, yeah I find it troubling yeah like yeah. no but even like the book so it's like it it it's. Tough. If you look at it as uh, an adaptation, I feel like they did the best possible job they possibly could with yes. what the book is. And also they adapt, they update a lot of references that are just 80s-like. Um, I, uh, Iron Giant was Iron Giant. Ultraman in the comics, which yeah. I had to look up what Ultraman was. I'm like, oh, I
1: vaguely I had, know this toy from... I had, a, I had an Ultraman action figure when I was a kid. Which I'm
0: glad they updated it because Agreed. also if this world existed, you'd be updating the references. Also, I don't know if you'd be saying if buckaroo bonsai would have been getting uh, a nod in this, in this world. Like, yeah, uh, because most people don't know what buckaroo bonds. I know what it is because it was on HBO family when I was a kid. And
1: and as far as the reference goes, that is the, the, you're bringing up two good points. One is, is it's not just surface level references. Like you get the buckaroo bonsai is more specific stuff. And also I think this is a testament to Spielberg. It does. It, it, It involves stuff that he's a fan of, so that gets you back into more of the 70s and 60s. And then stuff more modern in the 90s, I do kind of wish... The references are very, like, white boy 30s to 50s-centric. Like, why isn't there any My My Little Pony? Or Jem in the holograms. That's 80s. Jem in the holograms is 80s. There's people that are for that, but they're girls, so we don't care about it.
0: I get get, what what you're bringing up there. I'm glad they didn't do My Little Pony because of different internet things because of that. <laughs> uh, that's true of anything I'm not, you, I'm you not, reference. Trying to be, I'm yeah. not trying to be judgmental. But why not? Sorry, why not? Really quick, I yeah. don't want to be judgmental. I just know that when you bring that up, a very weird conversation would have spurred out of this movie. But, and
1: how about uh, <laughs> Avatar and the Last Airbender, Adventure Time, um, anything... Adventure Time would have been perfect for this. Yeah. But like, well, that's like, a different company. But you stuff that. But the point is, stuff that is... Like this is supposed to take in 2040, so they're not nostalgic. Yeah. They're not nostalgic for anything. How about something from the Matrix? Anything from the early 2000s or the 2010s? How in the or world or is anything... Battle Toads still around in this world? A shocking amount of Battle <laughs> yeah. in this movie. And, yeah. and I'm going to be honest, I appreciated it. Uh, but like, people aren't nostalgic for stuff from the early 2000s or the 2010s. People no girls aren't nostalgic for anything that boys aren't also into. Uh, no, nobody's dressed up as like bollywood characters like nobody is this and that's something i don't is, is this an america is oasis an american specific thing? i don't know that's a good thing i don't i think i thought it was the world yeah but i but also like you get like two like i can only remember one so but maybe two anime reference two you get the you get akira bike and you get Gundam both those in the trailers those aren't spoilers but those are the most american ones yeah, you could like, possibly pick <laughs> I, I i don't know i, I just Broaden broaden your scope a little bit. Yeah, from for me, I think I it 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 felt a little bit masturbatory. Uh
0: I get that, and that's a big problem with Halliday, yeah. even though he's so charming in the yeah, movie.
1: Yeah, and I and I honestly think that might be a problem because you picked someone who was too too great. Too good. <laughs> like he made this character too likable when really like especially with the the quote unquote lesson this movie tries to teach, you should make him not appealing. Mm-hmm. Like, that should be the lesson. Like, you should look at that guy. Because I kind of think the, what the movie is saying is, hey, you don't want to be like that guy. Mm-hmm. But he's so nice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Mark Rylance does such a good job about making him engaging.
0: Because mm-hmm. one story I felt like the movie was trying to tell but didn't, but kind of did, was that, like, while uh, while we shouldn't obsess with, like, these references, even though the movie doesn't. Do that. It is. It's totally obsessive with yeah. all these references. That like there is something special about them that help build up who we are. Like uh, yeah. there are lessons we learn in them, and that kind of like is fair. and help us connect yeah. and 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 build relationships. That's a good point. But that isn't brought up. It, it well, it is and it is sort isn't. of. Um, yeah. uh, which I think that's a more beautiful message. I agree, and I think if you use that as the basis of the maze, mm-hmm. that would have been cool. Yeah, but it's not. So, anyways, I think. Let's think
1: Instead of the thing and You're right Instead of Instead of the the, the the trials being stuff That like Hey What are things that bring people together In pop culture Learning how to be closer together It's more like Hey I want you to li- I want you to memorize Everything that I am into And then celebrate that with me mm-hmm. I want everybody to like What I like To the point uh, That they don't have lives No <laughs> See And there is a way to adapt That idea of If you
0: take out Some of Like the cynical stuff from that But yeah. if you went like uh, what we want is always to connect with people on the things that we like. And yeah. if there was a cooler lesson there where it was like, no, you're gonna, uh, you get to explore uh, the things this person built, like used yeah. to build this like foundation, but really deeper down, it's what it's the fact that we're lonely and like yeah. that there, uh, we use these like crazy references uh, to like have inside jokes with friends or like uh, yeah. to find the person that you love. Like there's yeah. there's a way and like, I
1: like what you're saying
0: here. Yeah, like there's something cool there. And like, what if there was a whole entire area that was just sports? Like, why aren't there any FIFA characters? Which would have been... Right,
1: or NFL characters. Yeah. Or NFL players, characters, characters, players. (laughs) Yeah, but like in this world, they would be characters. But you're right because... Could you imagine if like if rugby if soccer players like
0: came in at the end and they like have a soccer ball as a bomb and they use that to take down the shield? And
1: think about that. If they were uniting... Again, it's in the trailers, the big battle where everybody shows up. If you had jocks as as sports figures mm-hmm. playing in that this is the idea that jocks and nerds are uniting because they both love this place yes yeah that's oh, a beautiful idea also film nerds and like yeah and like, like everybody like even though we have our own little subsets where we connect with people about our interests those people can also come together with other mutual interests and that's a i like what you're saying that's a yeah. beautiful idea but the movie doesn't say that so sorry does not
0: even like the fight uh like there's a war cry you hear in the movie where like Parzival or yeah. Watts. Watts uh, he's like giving this speech about why he loves this place but there, there, it's pretty it's a pretty good speech yeah. but it's kind of also hollow where it's right. like he's not saying anything but what a thing that should have been focused on maybe I'm not remembering it because I don't yeah. uh, I, but I feel like if you really honed in on the fact that like this place allows us to open up freely with all the weird shit we love. Minus yeah. the sex stuff. Yeah. Uh hopefully. Uh yeah. don't you don't need that in the <laughs> world. Uh but like for the most part, like you get to be open and be who you are, be anyone you want, uh, and accept yourself
1: and accept others. You yeah. know, like there's something really cool there. Yep. I don't I that's take is really interesting i wish the movie had emphasized that more yeah with that said Mm -hmm. you want to rate this and then go into to spoiler free whatever what it's in what 2040 something 2045 2045 2045. so so out of i think in your review we rated it out of
0: 2045 Uh uh-huh uh letter grade uh i'd give it a I give it a B plus because of how entertaining it was. Yeah. Like, I, I I had a blast watching it, and I think this is a good, like, with Isle Dog, we mentioned, like, this is something I could watch on, a like, a rainy day to make me feel better. Yeah. Like, this is, also, watching it with friends when you get drunk and you're just like, I gotta find every fucking reference in this yeah. movie. Uh, good luck, because, like, I do rock work with new rock stars. Yeah. Good luck to Eric, because I know he's doing a breakdown of that. I don't know how we'll be able to find every reference in there. There's a reference to the last action hero in that movie. And it's right. on a marquee that goes by during the race. There's no way you're going to see that. Anyways, I give that B B+. So that'd be about 2045. Um, Maybe like an even
1: 2000. Wait, hold on. 2045. Like 2045. Oh, no, you're going oh, no, to do math. Oh, no, we here. never do math here. We never do math. No, I'm, don't do the I'm, math. I'm the, do you not want me to do the math? I mean, you can try. I Go for it. Wait, what, what B-plus is like like an 8, 88088 something like that? 88, yeah. I think I'm doing this wrong. Would it be uh 1799? Is that right? I don't know. Let me know in the comments down below. I was going to give it a C C+. However, it was entertaining to watch, so I think I might bump it to a B-minus. That sounds... That also sounds If C-plus seems, C, C+ seems mean. C-plus uh, seems mean, because it is a well-directed movie, and the cast is good, yeah, so I'm going to give it a B-minus. It's very well put together. There's yes. a lot of effort,
0: and... And it oh, is beautiful. You know what we didn't talk about? Uh, the CGI in it. Yeah. There, there was a fear, I think, with everybody going into it. You're like, oh, it's just going to be like uh, blobs moving around on the screen. No. Yeah. No, everything's very crisp. Uh, everything's very well planned out, and because it's a very specific distinction between real world and CGI. The CGI is not meant to look real. It's yes. meant to look like this is the highest quality smart. processing power of any computer ever. Yeah. Cool. Because it, you get to play around with the creativity of how you come in and out of the game, yeah. like, or how you interact with uh, your inventory. Uh, like how would you carry stuff around? How you collect coins? Like there's a lot of creativity in here. Um, and I'm really excited to talk about how they got the second key because it deals with a movie and that's awesome. So let's, uh, where, you give it be minus. So- Minus, I give a B+. So I
1: think it's mine's a 1636. Oh. Maybe when let me Columbus know if the, the that's probably wrong. people are going to Yell at me about something to- I don't know Whatever uh, So those are ratings Before we go into Spoiler free Where we're gonna go Free reign Dive into every aspect Of the movie say
0: every easter egg We could possibly find We
1: got some friends of Oz That we want to say hey to Hey I know a lot of you Out there have small Growing businesses Like Sam and I do With Hello. stupid answers Are you hiring Are you posting your position To job sites And waiting and waiting For the right people To see it It's infuriating
0: It takes so long
1: Well ZipRecruiter knew There was a smarter way So they built a platform That finds the right job candidates for you. ZipRecruiter learns what you're looking for, identifies people with the right experience, and invites them to apply to your job. These invitations have revolutionized how you find your next hire. In fact, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. The right candidates are out there. ZipRecruiter is how you find them.
0: Businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. And right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right. Free. It's our favorite price. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid. That's ziprecruiter.com slash stupid. And a third time just for fun. ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now no, back, back to the to show.
1: show. <laughs> we did it
0: together. <laughs> spoiler time.
1: Oh my goodness, it is spoiler time. Let's right off the bat, the, the there there's a race that everybody loves, the the big race sequence, and it is very Uh, very exciting a lot of it's actually in the trailers like that's kind of one of the big things you get a lot of
0: pieces of it but i didn't realize that the race uh really quick because i know your opinion on it i'll get this out really quick i there was so much thought and care put into this race scene because it's basically no cutting and like the way it works and the way it's shot and the way the references are used in it it's like something you've never seen before uh it's uh absolutely Jaw dropping how they were able to pull it off.
1: Yeah, you no, know, no, yeah, it is, it is incredibly well put together, just like most of the movie. And like you said, I, I was worried about the CGI as well, mm-hmm. but it, it is well um, executed. Uh, I am going to be honest; I did zone out a little bit during the race sequence, uh, just because I didn't really care. But um, but a scene, the other scene mm-hmm. that is not in the trailers, mm-hmm. that everybody is talking about is the Shining sequence.
0: Okay, so we have three keys. The first one, uh, you get your key through the race. That's why it's such a big point in the trailer. I did
1: like the resolution to the race, except being somebody that plays video games, it's like, bullshit, nobody figured that out. And what was it like? And years like 3 to 5 years it's like bullshit nobody tried that and also
0: everybody goes backwards on the track like no one's gone backwards on the track before yeah
1: even just accidentally yeah, yeah. like you you're missing out but but uh, it's a, it was a smart and then you you see beneath it and like that's a fun it's a fun deconstruction of the big sequence we saw earlier that, was, that it's even though uh, i would have thought somebody would have figured it out sooner it's still fun
0: yeah which is fine whatever yeah. uh and also i love that um it's so, uh, you, you get a cool reference to Jurassic Park yep, and some people and like King Kong, which and I like. I like more. The Jurassic Park was fun just because it was like, oh my God, this is because King Kong was shown yeah. and Jurassic Park wasn't. I was yeah. like, oh, this is so cool. Um, Also, Spielberg may have had a little bit of fun with that, or maybe he hated it. Maybe he didn't want to do a reference to something that he'd already done. But uh, the that was cool. But the second key, you have to go into a movie that Mark Rylance's character Halliday. There we go. uh, Really enjoyed and had significance to his life. Uh, But the way people watch movies in the Oasis is that you can literally walk into them. You can literally experience. Like I don't know if it's technically watching the movie. It's that you get to walk around in the world of the movie, which is. my nose is itchy uh, which, which is, one of
1: the one of the movies they had they were trying to choose from was the original Tim Burton Batman which it would be really cool to go into that world just because of the architecture and it's like you could anyway. pick
0: literally any a toy story would have been awesome to walk yeah. around there's no Disney references guys as far as I can tell shocking yeah um, but man that would that how would you not watch a movie like once a week in there like yeah.
1: you could do it anywhere you wanted to you could bring yeah, your friends what is, over if you could walk into any movie a, any movie what, like let's just pick one what would be the one
0: uh, I might. Pick, I love dogs. <laughs> I, I I personally I think I'd pick I pick a Wes Anderson movie because it because the grading like the way that like um you look once you walk in changes in yeah. a to what the movie looks like which yeah. is really cool that even though I don't like the movie as much as a lot of other people um Steve Zissou I like the aquatic like look that seventies yeah. kind of beach theme but let's go even more fun let's go lego movie that would have been fun that'd be uh, great iron giant like would have been really movie. cool uh, see yeah. it'd been awesome but uh, i i do maybe iron giant that would be really cool because i'd go around with the kid i'd be like hey you should go check out the force because there's definitely a robot from space <laughs> uh and then like I, i'd be carried around on his hand yeah um I'm like don't worry just
1: don't piss him off don't shoot him with a missile he'd be a good guy <laughs>
0: um that'd be fun um uh, I think
1: Wally would be cool talking about Pixar movies. Horror movies would have
0: been fun too. I don't know if I could handle it. but it would like, be fun.
1: I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know the if I want to. You're
0: oh, like, good lord, guys. Uh, uh, you got, uh, Keep an eye on the baby. Yeah, Which is real. We need to leave right now. <laughs>
1: uh the thing would be i'm gonna horrifying. show you
0: uh i don't uh, agree with
1: child leashes but here you go <laughs> yeah, exactly. one
0: on the baby let's just um, keep this around your wrist easy
1: yeah man so many cool options anyway so they go in the, there's Ooh, a maze and danny boy in the chat said tron tron would be really cool even though you definitely die a lot in that but i would try
0: a, a light cycle
1: yeah um Can't it's not a movie, but yes. Kingdom Hearts, don't do that. But yeah, so they, they go to the, this maze that they go into, literally go into The Shining. And uh, uh, and it's a really fun, creative sequence. I, From what I understand, and there, there are people, our listeners that love this book, so they, they will be sure to correct me. Uh, the similar sequence is in war games again another 80s reference and i
0: think the difference too is that he has to reenact it and in this it's more of them kind of just oh that's gross if yeah, you have to I, reenact a again, movie i but, don't know is that's what it was described to me yeah, so yeah. and in this it's more like they're walking around
1: elements of it and it it's beyond that it's it's not about the movie itself it's about figuring out what the, move, like it, what the movie like it's learning a lesson about it which i actually think is pretty mm-hmm. uh pretty smart because it goes to the zombie dance sequence which was really cool
0: oh and also so i did a breakdown on a different channel but they brought up that Spielberg and Kubrick yeah. Always kind of had a competitive But also admirable Like way of
1: looking At yeah, each other's Yeah Spielberg work. admired Kubrick a lot yeah. yeah
0: And I think this is kind of A really cool thing That instead of doing war games Doing a movie that Kubrick did And, and homaging it in a really cool way Like, Yeah Well also if
1: you're doing a movie Kubrick is hugely influential And also like this. Yeah and like AI was originally a Kubrick film And he died before he could finish it So Steven Spielberg finished it mm. And so this I enjoy is, that movie It's is, super depressing but <laughs> This is one of those moments Where Um um you get an opportunity for uh, Spielberg being involved broadens the reference palette. Yeah, you could were.
0: definitely go to any studio and be like, "Hey, can we use this?" And like, some people just to clear this up, you don't. You're not going to see any Star Wars stuff, but you get references to Star Wars stuff. Like they'll mention it because, of course, M- they mention is.
1: the Millennium Falcon. By the way, the world. If uh, I was trying to think of worlds I'd go to, uh, Avatar: Last Night Airbender world.
0: Yeah, are you crazy? Yeah. I'd, be, I'd be walking around with the tattoo on yeah. my forehead, like 100. <laughs> I'd be going. I'd be living in the Air Temple. <laughs> idiots yeah or i'd be a waterbender too
1: i think you'd be a waterbender oh it'd be so cool (laughs) here's Hmm? i'm gonna so so to to now that we're into spoilers i can i can specify my critique a little bit more not enough superman agree you do get a reference from lex luther yeah you get a lex luther reference and a lot of dc references because warner brothers but none of the big none of nobody's batman flash right no flash no batman no superman no wonder woman you did
0: get a batman reference pretty a pretty great one well you i can't believe they didn't like, go into Wonder Woman more since she's so popular Yeah, right now.
1: but if there's a sequence, I think, that encapsulates what this movie is, it is actually the sequence where Wade Watts is confronted by Ben Mendelsohn's character, mm-hmm. and Ben Mendelsohn is trying to sell him on his corporate agenda by giving all these references, and I think if this movie is like a character in it, I think it's like Ben Mendelsohn's character in that scene. And I think the, the the one of my issues with this movie is it's big thing is like, screw big corporations, screw being sold stuff, screw without acknowledging that all these references are products that you are being sold. It's like if somebody's like, you know, like I, I just hate uh, uh, corporate America and being, you know, and blind merchandising as they open the door to their uh, collection of every Ninja Turtles figure ever. And it's like, that's the thing that you say you hate. Like you can't say you hate it it's like I hate blind commercialism. Look at all my Star Wars toys. It's mm-hmm. like that's the By that's the, the thing.
0: Interestingly, that's a good thing, point you bring up because another Warner Brothers movie kind of does that. Kinda, yeah, Lego movie where it's like uh, it's bus- merchandising. Business is bad. But these are all toys. toys yeah, and, and
1: but, you know what? That yeah, movie that's does more a good charming. job.
0: That's more charming.
1: That m- movie does a good job of making me want to buy those toys.
0: And in this, I was like, I'll go watch Mecha Godzilla now. Yeah, I'm like that was that crazy. was that
1: was cool. That was cool. And also, uh, one of the few times, few times, I was like that's cool. Is when the Gundam shows up, just because the sequence is cool. When the Gundam's finding Mecha Godzilla, it's like,
0: we'll get into that character later. Though. Yeah, uh, uh, but, but uh, so it's yeah. it's
1: you. You you're right to bring up the Lego movie. So that that idea of like it just does it better. Yeah, the go, we got to go get the corporation, but it's like all those. This is that's, a corporation. That's the thing. In the, in the and it's it, the it's the baldest it's it, it is in the movie is when the Ninja Turtles show up. Yeah, because it's the current version of the Ninja Turtles that Nickelodeon's trying to sell you on. Mm-hmm. It's not the one that anybody in this world would want to design themselves as. And so it's like this is marketing. Yeah, this this is product placement, and we're all cool with it because it's it's the action figures we own and i wish the movie engaged with that some mm-hmm.
0: it's kind of weird they didn't use the injustice ones i mean i get that the movie ones are definitely bigger but yeah. like the injustice ones look like the cartoon ones which are yes.
1: better it's fun playing Trolls and Injustice.
0: it is you could, you could use all of them uh for me the part where i was like ew where i said <laughs> ew was during the movie sequence yeah they're trying to figure out which movie it is and artemis who her hair in the in the Oasis yeah. is, they're like feathers. It's yeah. so cool. Um, that, that would do that kind of shit. Like that. Yeah. Stuff is awesome. I do
1: like that the main characters had their own, which I guess you would have to, you can't have your main characters be references to other characters, yeah. but they designed their own characters. It's like, yes, thank you.
0: Uh, his skin was really cool. Yeah. Had, like the blue and the grays and stuff. Uh, and, um, H, you yeah. he spe- he spelt it differently. Yeah, right? yeah so but it's say H. H, yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyways, the part that was gross to me was when they're trying to figure it out and they're like, no, Halliday's 11th favorite horror movie was blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, his favorite one was blah, blah, blah. And they're like, just like talking about Halliday's favorite whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it feels like, oh, Halliday is Ernest Klein. And. Er, like and Ernest Klein wants like his references to be like the like the he's basically standard. God yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and his Ten Commandments
1: are his favorite nerdy things
0: yes and so the point of this movie is that they're trying to fig- like explore literally explore all the journal entries and the memories yeah. and every life ex- experience of Halliday to figure out where these Easter eggs are instead of like diving into references it's his favorite references it's his favorite movies and tv shows and books and games and uh, everything yeah. uh it's the it's gross yeah. because it's not you're not there's no camaraderie it's just the celebration of one person's favorite things as being the the key to the future
1: yeah if i were to come up with a really crass metaphor it'd be like listen if you guys want my things there's going to be a giant holographic version of me and you're gonna have to suck my giant holographic dick until you find the right way to make me come mm-hmm. but my dick is my references mm-hmm. <laughs> and that <it's>, is crass <laughs> yeah it is it is crass but that's the way it feels that's why it's like this is
0: you literally walk around in his brain yeah to find the reference well
1: they say that like when he left a museum popped up and the way they say it is as if he left it there for them and it's like that's like it's you making a monument to yourself like that's gross like that's instead of letting and that's what i'm saying instead of letting people build their own worlds their own lives celebrate themselves like you were saying their camaraderie which i really like it's hey everybody come celebrate me and okay so
0: the i think there's a grain of that of the thing i pitched in here yes but the way it goes about it is weird because it's like instead of going through his memories make it a library of just his favorite things and the way when the more you explore them it's the more he connected with other people through these things well, because
1: you do touch on that because his you deal with his greatest regrets which was signing which is so weird because it doesn't match the personality we seem him have he, he 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 um he cuts his friend out of mm-hmm. the business and then and he his does friend th-
0: does not care what yeah. he's upset but he's more upset with like you're selling yourself instead of like you're fucking me right now <laughs> yeah, it's the biggest invention ever
1: really tracks but and then the girl that he didn't end up with was well, also kind of weird because the ending of the maze is like you have to get the girl that he wish he had I'm, it, it's it's strange i'm glad they gave that to artemis it made it a less a little less weird gross yeah uh, um so again entertaining movie but when you like pick apart the like subtext it makes me feel uncomfortable yes
0: uh i and i can't lean into my idea of it because that's not what the movie did even no. though i think that would have been a cleaner and uh positive more, more positive. positive yeah uh by the way we got some people in the chat and this would be a kind of a fun thing to explore later on they're saying what worlds they would want to go to
1: well actually you have one yeah we have a well, we have a, a tweet Hit hunter white up. at super hunt eight uh well actually nope that's a different it's that question is what would uh be your avatar on the oasis we should answer that too uh but this one robert chris at what underscore up underscore rob um asks uh what planet are you creating in the in the oasis well creating i don't know about that but uh neverland like peter
0: pan neverland seems pretty popular in the chat right I now. i thought you were
1: saying something else i thought you were saying never ending story that would be amazing is it because that's I, depressing i mean like yeah but all of these are they're all no matter what movie you going through it's in crisis yeah so just the idea of the world like mm-hmm. Rockbiter, uh luck dragon you don't want a luck dragon sam
0: if i had a choice <laughs> Out of literally anything in the entire multiverse of things, <laughs> not it a lot wouldn't be right. high. <laughs> it wouldn't be high on the list. Uh, but there's It'd be high on my list because of mermaids and pirates and you can fly. Yeah. And not for me, no, but I get, yeah. I get the appeal also. I do get the appeal. And in and, and, uh, and Kingdom Hearts, the way that world works is really cool. Um for me, though, I'm talk about worlds. Yeah, uh, I would want to do. I know, shocker. I'd want to do like a speedster character. But I think a cool way to use the super speed is that you kind of start off. You're a little bit faster than people. Like you yeah. have more endurance, and but the more you earn points and coins and everything like that, it, it increases your speed. You can't go like light speed, but you can definitely go pretty fast, and it's pretty useful in battle. But you're definitely a higher target now, so you have to like really protect yourself. I think yeah. that's a cool. Uh, way for like the me- mechanism to work yeah and I think I'd first start out looking like Sonic I think that'd be kind of fun for a little bit that'd be cool and cool. I'd update it from there and maybe like make a helmet for myself that looked like his spikes yeah or maybe like j- I like, I gotta get a blue leather jacket with like some spikes on it because of course it's everything 80s I mean come and on. I gotta be part of a motorbike gang but it's all pearl blue <laughs> um, but uh, for
1: worlds I uh, another world I'd DC. like to yeah, was, yeah especially not the movies it's a little know. that's a little scary but uh, the not the movies I would really. love to Um, another world uh, it Would be the Mass Effect world. I think that's a really cool. Oh, with or... all the war- with all the aliens and stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or uh, or Horizon Zero Dawn. I just finished that. That's really fun. If you could go to worlds, if I were to create one, what would I create, man? I want to create a world that allowed people to create their own stuff, like that. That it like emboldened people to Boo. create their own no.
0: things. Yeah. Mine's 80s land. <laughs> Mine's just a big arcade and you could jump into the, ooh, yeah. I didn't hate my idea.
1: Was this, wait, was the Sonic thing your avatar, the speedster avatar? Beginning, yeah. yeah. And then kind of
0: update it from there because I also I think it'd be kind of fun to like, oh, look like a cartoon character for a little bit and then update it to look like a human. I'd
1: probably be... Not um,
0: since, not turn the character into a human, by the way, because I've no, seen that, that no. gross <laughs> stuff on the internet. I just mean look like something else later. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think I'd probably, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd go with the, you know, I'm a, I'm a bigger boy I'd probably like kind of like h is that big troll body, I probably wouldn't be a troll, but like mm-hmm. big muscle dude, you know what I mean um probably incorporate some red into my costume, maybe a red trench coat with a white trim. I'd give myself a flaming sword, why not? Mm-hmm. you can I would do or a laser sword that's fun always
0: I'm always a big fan of like watching parkour videos, so I try to like make my character as agile as possible yeah, and I would build a world where it, like, you could do free running type uh activities kind of like mirror's edge not like the same aesthetic though if you've ever looked at it it's very like it's bright whites that are kind of washed out with like yeah. uh primary colors but i would do a world where gravity shifts constantly so you have to be as creative as possible to get from here to here to that's here that's fun and you could i could hide out where i live in there yeah. that way you can't like find because it's constantly shifting and you have to constantly be as creative as possible with your movements and be smart because you could get hurt yeah. but it, like not kill you you can just get hurt um i think i'd do something like that i'd
1: also probably do you're were, you were probably also uh going with my creation world i'd like to maybe like a pokemon-esque world with creatures that you can create and train because that's always fun Mm. like like again it, it i'm thinking in video game terms any any so any game where you within the framework of the world you can kind of define who you are in this world Mm -hmm. so like in pokemon the type of pokemon you train Mm -hmm. uh put some character creation in there uh help allow them the people with the monsters they create to either breed and create new monsters or have those monsters help reshape the world that they're in Mm -hmm. that'd be fun uh also
0: modding doing the like what h does where like she just builds things for people that's yeah. a cool that's a really cool job to yeah, have yeah, yeah, um but yeah wait did you oh also danny boy wrote in the comments i was about to say this
1: Orconda. wakanda wakanda would be really cool by the way that um the what avatar in the way since that was hunter white at super hunt 8 i don't know if i said that nice i yeah. think you did yeah, yeah i think you're good well um, he got two little nods mm, wink wink
0: uh also i did want to bring up something else in this movie Sounds like hmm. First war. Why word. am I blinking now? Uh, the Also Okay a little critique That I had now I'm remembering yeah. The final battle's awesome it's enormous, and I don't know how they even pulled off a lot of the stuff. Yeah. Oh, some of my favorite references. There's Blue Beetle from DC Comics for a second. In oh, the, really? In the end, Which yeah. one? Uh, you only see Jaime uh, Reyes, the cool, one. Of course, uh, the, I mean. the the uh, the cool looking one. Yeah, uh, Jaime Reyes. You see him for a second. It's from the back, but you see. You can this, call Jaime the cool one. Yeah, uh, he has got the scarab on his back, and you can see like the two like antenna that's things cool. coming off of it. It's only for a second, and uh, that was just for me. Yeah, um, I that's how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the movie has like nine endings. It
1: it it, it is a little because it's like we we. Do do the big battle, and then we have the car chase, and then we have the, the and it's like man, you could have tightened this up. I feel like because oh just, yeah, it's just a lot. Also, the big lesson they all learn is he oh, favorite joke in the movie is when he almost deletes the Oasis. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Mark Rylance is like, hey, maybe don't delete it within ten seconds. Accidentally yeah. <laughs> delete it within ten seconds of getting the job. Um, but the big lesson is, hey, we shut the Oasis down two days a week. Mm-hmm. It's like, is that gonna fix? anything? Is that going to help anybody? It's moderation. Sure. Mm -hmm. Is it? (laughs) Listen, I'm only going to have ice cream every meal five days out of the week. (laughs) Hey, you're controlling yourself. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, it's
0: fair enough. It just depends on how you look at the world, like. guess yeah. And also, I don't know how money is works in here. Who makes food?
1: Uh, who builds things? Like, where we do, did get a nice product plug for Pizza Hut. We did. Uh, you, of and, course, you do. And then it's like, you know, if you're going to make a food reference, Pizza Hut is the food reference mm-hmm. for this movie. Uh, also, also, Alan
0: Silvestri does an amazing score. The
1: score is really good, and I he's not utilized in it a lot, but I do like Simon Pegg in it a lot. Yes, I like his character. It's like I'd much rather hang out with him than Halliday. Speaking of character characters in this yeah
0: there are two friends to h and artemis and wade wade uh, the uh they one dresses as a samurai the other one dresses as a ninja yeah and then you find out that they're both asian people in real life yes and they at least one of them actually knows some sort of Martial arts in the real world. In the real
1: world, which when did he have time to learn that?
0: And he also at one point because he one of them can use a Gundam, which is awesome. Yeah. And when you find you find out you can only work for thirty seconds, cool because yeah. that way there's a time limit on it, and like that's how the world works, and everyone can't just run around and destroy every world, um, which most people would do. That yeah. I feel like there's gonna be assholes out there. Uh, one of why does why does he meditate before he uses the Gundam? Why does he actually know how to fight in real life out of everybody else? Like, why can he, and it's specifically martial arts? Mm-hmm. It feels like we're falling into a trap of a stereotype, and I'm not... What are you talking about? What? It's not that
1: great with that. Um, well, and also, they're the only Asian people in the Oasis that we see, and H is is not the only uh, black person we see in the Oasis, the other ones work for the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's a very the it's very specific sliver this movie is made for a very specific sliver of white dudes from mid-20s to their 50s and anybody that also likes things that those people like
0: <laughs> yes it, yeah, the, the, yeah the core the, to pinpoint who it is for this who this movie's for is that yeah but no
1: there's if you have seen a movie
0: ever you'll enjoy this movie like yeah, it's, Listen, it.
1: it's an entertaining movie it's a fast it's a fast-paced movie um it 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 is perhaps a little too reference heavy, and if you really look at it, it might be problematic in uh, several ways.
0: And, uh, and it's worth bringing those up because yeah. that's a problem with the book and the movie. Uh, just fundamentally, the and but, also the
1: way we're telling stories is growing, mm-hmm. so you can it can be more inclusive, especially if that's what you're trying to celebrate is human connection. Mm-hmm. Then maybe be more inclusive.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it, it. But there is something to be said about how incredible it is to get like just because of how greedy studios are with like different references and stuff it just it's it's kind of cool to get at least one time at least once to get a bunch of references the stuff that you love in one thing yes but again like you said it's a little bit inclusive of what those things are it doesn't really encapsulate everything but the amount of things they're able to get in this movie
1: is should you should get a uh pat uh, on the back pat on back for that last tweet matt ray at matthew ray what reference character would you like to have seen in the film or what were your favorite ones personally I got very excited for halo spartans the shining and team nt also delorean if i were to include one reference that i did not see in the movie before all i know it's in there uh just because the idea of getting all this stuff together uh roger rabbit um, mm-hmm. which reminds me of this movie but Robert Roger Rabbit's way better. Um, if you got a nice Roger Rabbit would have been a good wink of like, hey, we're doing it again. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh,
0: that would have been really cool. Yeah. Just like he's just walking around, like he's yeah. uh, you just see a three D version of him. Uh, but the question was, what reference uh, would you like to see in the film, and what we favorites? Iron Giant was my favorite. It was awesome seeing him. Uh, he did. There's a couple references. I will say this that you just kind of roll your eyes at. Yeah. But we didn't even talk about this when we saw this movie. The viewing. Uh, of the movie became a thousand times more fun because there was a guy sitting in front of us that that, loved everything like there's a moment where there's not a Saturday Night Fever everyone Mm -hmm. wanted that one in this movie and he was like yeah he like screamed in this very small theater and he was like kind of dancing to the music and at the end there's a reveal about Simon Pegg and who he is in the Oasis Yeah, and he it was the best he went oh and just yelled it at the top of his lungs like it's he finally figured out the meaning to life in that theater it was the best um and i think he watches new rock stars so thanks for watching that i'm I'm glad you had a great time
1: point being it's better when you enjoy stuff with other people Mm -hmm. and go out and hang out with your friends which is kind of a message of the
0: movie Yep, yeah, uh, but yeah, Iron Giant was cool. Uh, Chucky was fun. Mecha Godzilla, even though I've never seen the movie, I know what Mecha Godzilla is, and when yeah. you saw him, and well, I'm like, that's cool Gundam, because everyone's seen a tsunami commercial in their yeah. entire life. If you just live in America, not from or didn't experience just Gundam as a kid, uh, that was cool. Where's Goku? Was Goku not in it? What, one he, person. For all you Super know, he Saiyan. might have been in there. What if he went like Super Saiyan in the middle of the fight? Wouldn't that have been awesome? Yeah, that would have been cool. I don't. Don't quote me on all the different things he could have done. Yeah. Uh, I would have liked to have seen some DC characters. I know Marvel characters would have been way harder. But yeah, we
1: got a little death. We got some death. Joke, Harley Quinn, Joker. Imagine if uh, like Spider-Man swung in there at the end. That'd be nuts. That would have been or an, an Iron impressive...
0: Man armor. No, yeah. I know that would have been really hard to do. Yeah. But I'm glad, like Iron Man driving the Millennium Falcon. It's like just like that stupid stuff you play yeah. around as kids seeing it in the big screen. Anyways, that was pretty cool, but things I would have wanted, I mean, you got a lot. What yep. if we got a gargoyle? What if we got gargoyles in there? Wow, deep been, cut. Deep cut. Yeah. Uh, Dark Queen Duck. That's Disney. Oh, that's you all, di- all both that. of those are Disney. Gargoyles? Yep. Mmm. Mm. No, you wouldn't have gotten that? No. mm Mmm. Mm, scooby-doo if the mystery machine was there that's definitely they could have done that. this
1: week this last week the supernatural did a crossover with scooby-doo an animated crossover with scooby-doo which i don't know and, how it works exactly and i don't watch supernatural but god bless them for doing that i, I saw a clip i'm like thank god for you this After is great
0: 14 years yeah you can do whatever the hell yeah you want.
1: that's so much fun
0: scooby-doo would have been cool um and i was gonna say uh Courage the Cowardly Dog, so two dogs. But yeah. I'm like, I don't know what you do. You just want more dogs. I just want. Can we blame you? Isle uh-huh. of Dogs. Go see Isle of Dogs. Go see Isle of Dogs. Jetsons. That would have been kind of cool. What if someone had a Flintstones car at the end battle? But it's like OP. It's yeah. like it can just it's just it's mowing crashing down. through everything, <laughs> and you just see their feet just like there. on fire underneath, moving the cars through the <laughs> battlefield. Oh, if I had a world, I would have made the Flintstones world. Yep. Oh, what a There it light. is. It's just me and two other people that are like. Whoever the equivalent of Amish are in yeah. this world, it's like, go somewhere else. Go have fun somewhere else. Anyways, that would have been fun. Fun movie. You'll have a good time watching it. When you dive deeper into it, there are definitely problems but if you can only... with the foundation of this entire place.
1: Yeah, but if you can only choose one movie to go see this weekend, go see Isle of Dogs. Go if see you can. Isle of Dogs. Um,. I'm DJ Woldridge. You can find me at <laughs> DJ Talks Trash every place that matters. Also, please, please, please go to chaostheorycomic.com. It's time for a new newsletter because things are ramping up. You and got an I'm,
0: announcement? Yeah,
1: I'm really excited for this project and I hope you guys are too. Sam. Yes. Who are you? I'm at Sam Basher
0: everywhere that matters. I do videos over at New Rockstars. Also, twitch.tv slash PlayNoggin. Most Sundays, I'm there with Raina Scully. You guys know Raina. And we do uh, a a trivia game night, which is really fun. Going to be doing one. uh, By the time this goes up, I would have done it already on Sunday, uh, I believe... Uh, just in case the person's not coming, I won't say who it is, but it's a person who you know from YouTube stuff yeah. that I haven't worked with before, so I'm excited it's going to be fun. Uh, we have a special announcement coming up for our 100th episode, so keep an eye out on that. Yeah. And also, by the time this comes up uh, uh, out on the on the YouTube, on the YouTube podcast-y tubes, yes. whatever that is, uh, I'll put out a new newsletter at OnlyStupidAnswers.com as well, so go check that out out Rad. please and thank you new merch coming new announcements coming new shows coming from us yeah keep your peepers peeled dj any final thoughts
1: thank you guys for joining us as always this was a fun episode and what a treat all that stuff that we mentioned and more you can always follow us on twitter at only stupid answers yank
0: out the vowels from stupid find it all at only stupid oh you
1: all y'all have a great week we love you
0: Bye-bye. bye bye bye